Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. on the blitz here as we uh lead you into the weekend our final show of the week plenty to discuss here on a thursday we appreciate uh ian's guys rocking and rolling with us as always if you are listening to this on snr a reminder you can get us in podcast form as well too we uh you know throughout this off season we're still here for you we're still doing a couple shows a week but at times they can be a little all over the place as we do some live we pre-record some but the best way to make sure obviously that you're not missing anything that we do here uh, throughout the off season throughout the regular season and everything in between is to just subscribe to our podcast feed wherever you get your podcast spotify apple google here there everywhere steelers blitz uh, you'll get all of our episodes right to your uh, to your podcast platform, and a lot of times you'll get them, uh, you know, maybe a little bit before, a couple hours before they go live on SNR as well, too. So a little early access for you there as well. For Steelers the Blitz for we the don't culture. Want a little early access for the That's culture, right? And you know, you subscribe to those podcast feeds, you bump our numbers up, you make us look good to our bosses as well, too, which is always a nice. Yeah added bonus uh speaking of actual somebody who's actual right there that's an actual factual baby. it is an actual fa- in fact they care more about those podcast download numbers than they do our live listeners these days they, they so. care more about the podcast than they do about access to the building baby that's why that's why we had to go virtual i couldn't get in the door no more i was like yo let me in let me in let me in well so hey, yeah, you know man. you know who else has a building that they can't get into who you know who else is going to be trying to impress a boss a new boss Derek carr former <laughs> Former quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders, the Oakland Raiders as well, too, prior to that, is now, a free, is, now, is now a free agent, Arthur Motes, as he's been released by the Raiders. He'll be 32 next month. So not young, but certainly still has tread on those tires to go. Uh, and, you know, there was some talk of a trade for Derek Carr, but Derek Carr refused to accept a move, of course, because he's got that no trade clause in his contract. Before we get into what be what might be some fits and, and thoughts on Derek Carr and those things, Motsi, I got to ask you, like, is is this the new power move for quarterbacks around the league to do the Derek Carr thing and kind of say, no, I'm I'm not going to get traded. I, I'm going to go to free agency because one, I want to be able to pick my spot, and two, 
I don't want to do the Denver Broncos thing, right? Where whatever team that goes out and trades for me is going to have to give up a ton of draft capital and then that's going to hurt our ability to build a team. Is is that kind of the smart move by by Derek Carr and by franchise quarterbacks who are going to be on the move to, hey, one, I want to be able to pick my landing spot, and two, I don't want them to have to give up a king's ransom to go and get me because then it's going to be tougher to build a good team around me. Yes, 100% the case. Number one, bump your old team. If they're moving on from you, why would I help them? That's literally the first thing I thought of. If you're Derek Carr and you allow them to trade you, you are getting the team that doesn't want you anymore draft picks. You know you're valuable. You know what position you play. You know regardless of what media and what fans try to say about you, NFL loves quarterbacks. And you're a good quarterback, a really good one. Just not great, but you're a really good quarterback. You're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to help out your old employer. Bump them. Remember, it's a business. It's not personal. It's a business. That's right. So it's you treat personal. it as such. It is a business. I don't want your 40 mil. I'm good. I'm going to go where I want to go, where I can help the team that I want to help, and I'm not going to cripple them either because they have to give up multiple draft mm-hmm. picks because of who I am as a player. That absolutely is the case. Bump that. Yeah. And then when you talk about these quarterbacks, man, when they get to determine their landing spot, no different when we talk about any other free agent when they become a free agent yeah. unrestricted for the first time. Derek Carr has never had a chance to pick his destination. He was drafted. He never got a chance to decide if he wanted to go with the team to Vegas. He was already on the team. <laughs> For the first time throughout his career, He's it's not his first year, second year, third year. He's been in the league for a while now. For the first time throughout his career, he's going to get a chance to decide where he wants to go play football. Why would you agree to cripple that team or hurt that team and not allow that team to bring in more assets to help you out? Because that's the other part, right? Like you said. He could go sign with whoever he wants to sign with. And now they're going to have multiple draft picks to do what? Go draft me a receiver. Go get yep. go get me somebody exactly. I could throw to. Give me offensive a tight end. Go get me an offensive yeah. lineman. Go get me a pass rush to help out my defense. But if I allow my old employer who doesn't want to be here or who doesn't want me here, even though I haven't done anything to not be here, especially when you think about all the stuff organizationally that has taken place that that Bro. man has had to endure. My goodness. For y'all to be ready to move on from him? It's like, bro, I don't have any type of sympathy or empathy for anything going over. It's like, bump that. Yo, uh-uh. nope. Derek Carr, you're handling this the exact right way mm-hmm. because that's how they're treating you right now. And it's just, it is what it is. It's, it's business. It's so business. You treat it's it as, personal. you treat it just, just like business. that. It's business. Yep. And I think especially. But that is definitely the way. That's yeah, I think way. especially for Derek Carr too. Listen, I. I know a lot of people have soured on his ability. You know, maybe like two years ago, I think a lot of people were, hey, he might be a top 10 quarterback in this league. I think some people have soured on him a little bit, but I think what you just touched on there is important too. I mean, think of everything that he's gone through Mm -hmm. since he was drafted by the Raiders. I mean, they moved Mm -hmm. cities, right? They uprooted their franchise and moved to a different city, which is always a huge ordeal. He's had the John Gruden scandal. He's had the Antonio Brown ordeal. He's had the Henry Ruggs ordeal as well too. And he's had Mozi six head coaches in nine seasons. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot to overcome. We talk a lot about that. You know, you and I have discussed that with Baker Mayfield in the past, how mm-hmm. like we don't think that he's the greatest quarterback, but at the same time, too, I mean, he's had 37 different head coaches when and you know, every year in Cleveland and then in, in Carolina and 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 then out in, in Los Angeles. Um 
some stability. Los Angeles, Los Angeles, California. I, I, just to, I just want to let you know too, because of us doing the show for as long as we've done it now. I can't say Los Angeles regular. It has to be Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. And you can't say I program. Can't say, I can't say program. It's program. program. I can't say, I can't talk about West Virginia without saying, oh, almost seven. I go can't ears. do it without saying that. Okay. Or go ears. And then also, you know how many times I'm talking to random people and the Minnesota Vikings pop up and Minnesota I say, Minnesota Vikings. I can't stand you. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. We've been doing this for two days. Go along. I talk to you. I see you too much. Yeah, your verbiage is like ingrained in my head now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the penultimate. You, I, I dropped the penultimate I on mean, my kids the other day. Oh, I was like, you? I was like, hey, it was Saturday. I said, man, it's the penultimate day, day before the Super Bowl. They was like, what? What's that mean? I was like, hey, last before the big game. Ooh, like, whoa, dad, that's a cool word. Yeah, yeah, I can't spell it, but it sounds good. It's spell it, but it sounds good. <laughs> Oh, geez, you're funny, but you're no, it, and you know what? That's that's a you and I have got more chemistry with our verbiage probably than than Derek Carr has with his head coaches and his offensive that, coordinators. Every single say, year. which coach are we talking about? We've which, had which more continuity. You and I have had more continuity than Derek Carr has had with his coaching staff. Come on, man, we got more continuity than the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> hey, stop playing with us, bro. We do this. We do this. <laughs> so we do this. He, the four rumored landing spots for one Derek Carr are the New York Jets, the New Orleans Saints, the Carolina Panthers, and the Tennessee Titans. Any of those stand out to you as if you were Derek Carr, you'd say, yeah, I, I would feel comfortable going here. I think they're a quarterback yeah. away, and I think we can get yeah. something going. 100%. Two places, Tennessee and New Orleans. New Orleans, if he wants to prove that he's the guy, more throwing opportunities, more going to be on him. Protect it. You're in a dome. Division is very light. So you're going to feel confident. You don't have any quote unquote true killers in the NFC South right now. Mm, that's so, a good point. so I would say New Orleans first, if he wants to be the guy to really like show that he can throw it. But if he wants the best situation where he doesn't have to be a hundred percent Derek, he can be 80% Derek. Go to Tennessee because you got yeah. Derek Henry. Derek Henry, and they play defense down there. Vrabel's going to be a heck of a coach and it's going to take the pressure off of you. What they asked Tannehill to do, Derek Carr can do that a thousand times better. Oh, absolutely. But he's also going to be able to give you a little bit more explosiveness out that offense. So I would probably say Tennessee for the longevity of his career, but it is going to restrict a little bit what he's accustomed to doing. Whereas I think if he goes to New Orleans, it'd be similar to the opportunity that he had in Vegas where, hey, we believe in you, but you can either throw us into a game or throw us out of a game. Right, and as we saw right. this past season, even though it wasn't always on him, some of those turnovers, at the end of the day, they don't ask how, they ask how many. And we saw firsthand when they played us on Christmas Eve, the interceptions that he threw, they weren't bad reads, they weren't bad throws. They literally hit off his receiver's hands. But they were interceptions. Right. That, but that comes from getting those type of opportunities to just throw it and have full autonomy. I think New Orleans gives him that. I think Tennessee is more buttoned up. It'll keep him playing just a higher class of football, a la Kirk Cousins type. Mm -hmm. But I don't know which version he wants to do. And I think that is going to be the deciding factor with it. If he wants a place where he can just be a guy free from restrictions you go somewhere where it's less buttoned up is less organized 
if you want to go somewhere where it's going to be fully committed for you, you're going to just get ready for postseason success. Tennessee is the place. They already have the foundation there. Ryan Tannehill has already shown you that even with a quarterback of his caliber, they can go yeah. to an AFC championship yeah. and compete. They got some good young weapons too, and Burks and, uh, and defensively, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. But that's my thing. Cause we all would agree. Derek Carr is a better passer of the football, better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. And when I think of that, I'm just, I say to myself, we know what Derrick Henry is. Realistically, they need a receiver. But once again, you're not taking any draft picks away by going there now. Right. So you right. could go there and still go draft a receiver. Draft two receivers mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And that gives you some more ammo to help that offense out and be more explosive. Because defensively, I like what they got over there. I agree, too. I, I think I'm with you. You know, like, I'm, I'm tempted to say the Jets – just because I think they've got some nice young pieces on the line, and we know they've got Garrett Wilson, and, like and as Jets. long as long as the Brees Jets. Hall comes back healthy, yeah. they also don't the scream. St- they never scream stability. The Jets, yeah, the, the Jets are Tennessee light to me. Okay, yeah, they're Tennessee light. They have yeah. Brees Hall. Can you be Derrick Henry fully? They have Garrett Wilson. It used to be A.J. Brown. Now they got mm-hmm. Trey Burks, right? Mm-hmm. That's the approach they went. When you mm-hmm. talk about them defensively, Sauce Gardner, right? Who's the back end over here? Kevin Byer, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah, When yeah. you talk about That's it, like, true. It's, they it's, are kind of built it's similarities, similar. but it's just one of those things where I think the Jets are just younger. Robert Sala, very defensive-minded coach, right? Mm-hmm. Very Same similar to Brable, yeah. but new, young. So I think with the Jets, it would be more of Derek having to go in there and just – raise up the youth a lot lot of young pieces on that offense yeah Yeah. even though i do feel like the jets team is in a better space to compete than tennessee i just think it's more violent uh it's more volatility or it's more Uh, i said right yeah volatility with that jet situation than in tennessee because like you talked about tennessee is way more stable as an organization whereas when you look at the jets every couple of years they're blowing it up every couple of years they're doing something um just on a whim, it seems like. I completely agree. That's the listen from just a roster construction standpoint right now, and even with 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 Robert Sala, like I think they're in a pretty good spot. I think the arrow is trending up, but it just they have never screamed franchise stability mm-hmm. there in the Jets, at least in my lifetime. And when you've got a couple good options, I think stability goes a long way. And you're mm-hmm. certainly right. Tennessee and New Orleans seem in terms of organizationally, just better landing spots in that regard. And maybe that's a big thing for Derek Carr too. When, as we mentioned, you're coming from the chaos that was the Raiders in terms of your head coaches, in terms of some of your teammates, in terms of picking up and and moving locations, maybe that stability is in his mind, just as important as, you know, the, the weapons and the, the ability to contend and all those different things. It'll be interesting to see. I'm sure we won't have to wait too long to see this all play out. Obviously free agency doesn't open for a few more weeks here, but we know there's the tampering period and all those different things as well, too. Uh, certainly something we'll keep an eye on. Another thing we're going to keep an eye on, Arthur Motes, and I need to get your opinion on this, all right? All right, all right, what you got? This is the Around the League segment, another headline today and, and in the last you know 24 hours or so here is that Rex Ryan is a serious candidate, maybe even the top candidate, according to NFL.com, for the Broncos defensive coordinator job. Of course, Sean Payton, the new head coach there, now looking to fill out his staff. So, Motsi. 
we all know Rex Ryan, very accomplished guy in this game, right? Won a Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator, you know, was was with the Ravens when when the Ravens mm-hmm. were playing nasty defense and winning Super Bowls with Ray Lewis and Tony Saragusa and Ed Reed and all those guys. He was obviously a head coach in the league for a while, took the Jets to two AFC championship games, lost one of those to the Steelers. How you doing? Uh, was with the Bills as well, too. Rex Ryan clearly for a long time, was a good coach in the National Football League, and I think particularly as a defensive coordinator. But he also hasn't coached since 2016. That's not one year away from the game like Sean Payton, right? Um, That is, I mean, that's six, seven years now that he has not coached in the National Football League. So I ask you, would that give you any concern? Is that length of time off a big deal? Um, Does this kind of feel like an old boy, you know, Sean Payton nabbing one of his old buddies? Or do you think that this actually, hey, this could be a good move for the Broncos? Because, again, Rex Ryan has proved when he's a defensive coordinator, he's been able to do that at a pretty high level. What are, what are your thoughts on, on this situation? I think it could be all those things at the same time. How about that? <laughs> I mean, we've been real about That's it. Fair. Sean Payton, he retires. He comes out the booth. Cool. Great. He gets the opportunity. We know Eric Vietnamy. He's been coaching actively the past five years. One of the most dominant offenses with one of the best quarterbacks that we've seen develop under his tutelage as well. Yeah. And he still is passed up, boy. So, of course, you could say good old boys club. Sean Payton getting the job is the good old boys club, first off. But I digress on that statement. Next, the Rex Ryan solely as a D.C. Love it. I think of Rex when he was in Baltimore solely as a D.C. He was amazing. You think about all the guys that have really been just defensive coordinators only in the success that they have had. Rex is one of those guys. Rex is one of those guys, man. When you talk about understanding football and understanding how to take away certain elements, yeah, he does that. And yes, he's been away from the game for six years from a coaching aspect. But the other thing that I do feel has kept him fresh on the concepts is the fact that he's been doing ESPN TV. So with that, you're still talking football every day. It's true. You're still studying. It's not the like game. he's been you're on a beach. The players, yeah, right. And that's my thing. When when it's guys that have like kind of been off the face of the earth, you question it a little bit more. When you're a guy that's in the industry, though, like you know how it is working in the industry. Sure. You, we you do it as radio. Right. We do it as radio for Steel Nation. We not on football ESPN Monday. You know what I mean? Like that's Sunday Doing night football draft countdown shows. And, like yeah. you have to know your stuff. Oh, so with that, I do feel confident that Rex has stayed up to date. He has stayed, you know, current with the evolution of the game because the game does evolve. Don't, don't get it twisted. Oh, they no don't doubt. RPOs no doubt. when he was coaching. I can assure you of that. That RPO is a son of a gun. Okay. But <laughs> Those are some of the things that I do feel like he will be able to offset. And you never can go away from experience. That's the other thing. Coaches like Rex, man, have forgotten more football than most people have ever learned. And that's the beauty of having a guy like that. So it's certain concepts that might seem new, but they're still going to come off of a variation of something historic. Sure, sure. Because with football, there is literally nothing new under the sun. They just take concepts and they might morph it. They might remix it. They might make alterations, but it still stems from something. And once you understand that, you'll already have a baseline of how to build and how to offset that, so to speak. And I think that Rex definitely gives you that. So, yeah, man, I mean, I like the hire. I definitely like the hire because I think that or the the potential hire because the potential. Denver has a ton of talent defensively. Their big question mark is Rex. Their, their big question mark is Russ. 
It's a can great point. Russ yeah. be the guy? Can they score more than 14 yeah. points a game or whatever they were scoring last year? They got pieces, they got players, and they At have every level, honestly. They yeah. weren't, think about it, they weren't getting blown out last year, and they couldn't score worth anything. But they were losing 17 out. to 16 every game. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to insert Rex. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a great situation for that man over there. If he decides, you know, if they come to an agreement, yeah. Well, that's... That's I think that's well said by you. I know that's well said by you. And you know what? I was thinking there, too. It's funny. Like when you were talking about how someone like Rex, like, yeah, you've been away from the day to day grind of the game. But when you're doing a job like that, you're still very immersed, still very involved. It's kind of similar to what we the discussion we had last year about Lewis Riddick when he was, yeah, you know, yeah, when he was being absolutely. interviewed for for Steelers GM. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he hasn't been he hasn't been employed by an NFL organization in a certain amount of time, but doing the things that they're doing, they're grinding, they're studying tape. They're up on all the latest players and trends and all those things. I, I do think that's an important, uh, important thing to, to point out by you. And I'll, I mean, I'll just say this. He's there's, I, there's certain coaches and players too, Motsi that I think just raise kind of the, the entertainment level of the league. Mm-hmm. It's the old cliches of like, well, you know, the NFL's better when the Dallas Cowboys are good, right? Like I think I that applies to combos. Yes, yes, well, yes. you know, you know, but you know, baseball's at its best when the Yankees and Red Sox are, are both contending for the World Series. Um, I, I think you could say some of that about like like the NFL is in a better place when Rex Ryan's involved. He's just a personality, he's got Come on, some man. of that. Do it, do it for the feet lovers out here, man. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like he's got jokes about foot fetishes. He's a personality, he is. Kind of like Andy Reid in that regard, right? Like the yep. cheeseburgers and the walrus and all this stuff that goes with it. But but he is he's he's obviously a very talented coach as well too. That's why he's been able to have the time in the league and the personality and the success. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, listen, there's a lot of coaches, um, like a Terrell Austin, right, who yeah. quietly grind away and do their job at a high level. Yeah. And I've got all the respect in the world for people like that. But I also think it's good for the league when you have these personalities who are entertaining, who give you mm. goofy quotes, who aren't willing to get laughed at, you know? Yeah. And, and I think Rex Ryan fits that bill. <laughs> no, without a doubt, man, just unapologetically himself. Like, yeah. I, I, I laugh, but I envy those type of people because I don't have that type of dynamic, but to see a guy that doesn't care, he will say whatever, do whatever. And he's like, take it or leave it. Like that is beautiful, man. That yes. is beautiful. Yeah, because I'm not talking about me loving feet. That's that's yeah, that's that's just different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I love some feet. Yeah, I'm attached to the feet on me. Like, what? Wait a minute, bro. Wait a minute. You're Chill. Too funny. Chill. You need that. You need that. You need that duality, right? You need the you need the coaches who are just all business all the time, and then you need some who are a little goofy. You go walk into that and say, Hey, yeah, we're going 17 and 0. We're going to smash everybody. We're going to lead the league in sacks, picks, and defensive points allowed. Like, that's Rex. I don't have that yeah. energy. But yeah. that's a Rex vibe right there, man. It's like, uh, you know, there's, yeah, it's like, it's like Suggs versus Debo. You know what I mean? Very true. What, Both one's going to talk about it. One's going to one talk going, about one's it. One's a silent assassin. One's yep. a silent assassin. Mm-hmm. And I love the. Uh, that's what makes the duality of sports great. Is you can yeah. win with both. You need both. Oh yeah, they both killers though. Let's be real. They are, and and, and and I think it would be good. Listen, Rex hasn't gone away. He's been involved with the NFL, but yeah. to have him back in the day to day with a team, uh, I think would would certainly uh, would certainly be an uptick for the league. That's one we'll keep an eye on as well. Hi, Derek Carr, hide your Sanchez jerseys, baby. Let's hide go. your hide your Sanchez jerseys.
Because Rex Ryan <laughs> might be coming back to the oh, AFC yeah. West. Oh, yeah. We're going to take our final break here. When we come back on the other side, as we get close to the combine and the draft and all that conversation that is going to dominate the airwaves for the next couple months here, let's take a look back. NFL.com did their draft grades for each division. The AFC North is up on the docket. We'll discuss the Steelers, how they graded and discussed uh, Kenny Pickett and George Pickens and DeMarvin Leal and some of these guys that the Steelers uh, that, that, that just finished up their rookie season with the Steelers. We'll look around the division as well, too, uh, how everybody else did. We'll do that to wrap up the show when we return. Get to a couple of your tweets as well, too. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Redwood Forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, girl shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.